Hello and welcome to the Autos and Airways podcast. We are here with Emeka Osai, driven hard on YouTube, drives his Range Rover hard everywhere, currently enjoying the sunshine in sea in Mexico right now. So all the way from Mexico. Emeka, thank you so much for coming back on. Yeah, man. No, this is uh, this is great. Last time we were talking, I was up in Canada, drove all the way down. Yes, I drove the Range Rover all the way down to Mexico and uh, enjoyed some time on the beach. And now we're in Monterey. And um, yeah, man. So yeah. let's do it. Yeah. So last time we so I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm probably going to stitch some parts of the old one yeah, together yeah. to make this because we went really long on the old t- just talking about the new Range Rover. Yeah, we um, ended what at the technology part, which is what you page? can like literally you can just bring stuff up and we can talk about it. Like, yeah, why not? If you want to bring up like different things, we could just talk about it and go back and forth like that. Yeah, um, let's just kind of go from the beginning and we'll kind of briefly discuss everything. Yeah. So, I guess we'll start off with I know the thing that you really were concerned about, and I still have not gotten a complete answer on this was the new four-wheel drive system or yes. all-wheel and, and i hate all-wheel drive yeah but that's my old thinking and you know what after actually talking to some mechanics not some mechanics talking to uh, al at heps automotive who specializes with Land Rover products we we were talking about it and he explained to it he's like bro you're thinking like like it was back in the 1990s with all-wheel drive like when it took yeah. like 10 seconds for the for the for the front wheels and the back wheels to connect yeah right oh no it doesn't happen it it doesn't he's like this is instantaneous you'll still be driving on the freeway and you're it'll be switching and you won't even you won't be able to tell and you know i kept throwing the arguments back to him he's like the just technology is so good now that um you know and we don't know a ton about it yet but it's i'm sure it'll work just like the um, automatic differentials that work on the defender and ranger on the current lineup whereas when you're off the gas the diffs are open Mm -hmm. but as soon as you hit a bit of throttle the diffs close yeah and i could see that exactly happening or what could also be a thing is when it's in comfort mode and this is what i probably would imagine when it's in comfort mode it does do the rear wheel drive thing but when you put it down to auto i bet if anything, because yeah. auto is designed for off-road ready, it'll put it into permanent four-wheel drive yeah. um, at all times. So how do you get around, hey, I want to drive around 80 kilometers an hour, 45 miles an hour in the rain on the highway going through puddles? Well, you put it in auto and you don't do that in comfort right. because now you have the security of the four-wheel drive system versus rear-wheel drive and switch into all-wheel drive within right. a nanosecond. Yeah, but, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to find out where again. It doesn't explain what I just said. Right. That's just me thinking that's probably how it works. There are like, I couldn't find any details on, okay, how does the system work through the different modes? Just the, just the usual Landover gibberish that they spew out. And I think that's probably gonna, I think, I think putting it in auto will probably, I mean, it's in, it's lock it into four wheel drive. Like that just makes more sense because that's what it's right. Yeah. So we'll see, but I'm thinking that's probably how it'll work. We don't know, but yeah, I mean, like I said, that thing just with those all wheel drafts, it, it, and I also would assume, because like we talked about Mazda is Mm -hmm. kind of, it's, it's proactive. Like the lights are on or, or temperature sensors. Think yep. it's, it's cold and i know it does that in the range rover it's cold like if it's under a certain temperature yeah. it will always be in a, in four-wheel drive yes um but it was like mazda if the wipers are on like it's it goes into all-wheel drive i would yeah. assume that land rover yeah. would be doing the same thing yeah no um yeah it's so all we drive all-wheel drive is always connected when driving off-road so I assume, yeah, leaving it in auto, it knows it's off. Right. It like to, it would, it's, oh, you're in auto, you're together. off-road. So that's right. what I would assume, right? That that's, that's the way to get around that one concern I had about this, the new system. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I, I don't, I really don't think anyone has anything to worry about. Mm. Um, 
but yeah but you know but like it's interesting because like it is really cool how it they just the as you were saying before the diffs lock when you're mm-hmm. and they don't fully yeah. lock i mean sometimes they do sometimes depends they what mode you, you're you in. can see whatever you know if you're if you put it in rock crawl then it, it's always locked mm-hmm. um but yeah and i see yours has the rear diff oh yeah well. oh yeah i got no then you can having the most fully optioned four-wheel drive system was like the number one thing when i got it it's like no, every world yeah so yeah i have the diff lock on the rear yeah. i don't understand this 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 half halfway four wheel drive. The, don't all the v8s come standard with the rear locker no i don't know i have no clue really no no idea man um no clue. like when you did, did you opt did you spec yours out bro i had like choice of five options because i got oh. the autobiography <laughs> Yeah. So like I had like five extra options yeah. to go with because it had everything. Yeah. Um so and then the H the HST wasn't an option back yeah. then, yeah. which is kind of like a lower end luxury one, I think. And you get and you get more power. And you get more power, right? But you still so, have to pay extra for the low ratio of the twin speed transfer case because that's not standard, but that right. is standard on all the V8s. That's why okay. I was asking if the rear diff okay. lock was standard on the V8. I don't know. Um, one, it was just so not so long ago, a couple years ago. Yeah. But two, they've just they've changed a lot. Like yeah. I got it and I paid a hundred dollars for Apple CarPlay. Yeah. But it's free now. It was free yeah. a few months later. But um, yeah, so it's just like they change how they do it, even though the model hasn't changed. They just yeah. change what they're selling. Um, based and that's on kind whatever. of funny because my mom's discovery. We got that's 2017. That thing is, you know, four. We got that almost four and a half years ago, and that thing did not even have Apple CarPlay when it came out. But they did a but, software update yeah. for free that enabled it. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't use it. I don't like it. My mom has no idea what it is, and she wants nothing to do with it. But, no. um, but yeah. So I guess, but with that, yeah, that's definitely cool. We still have obviously. Um, center and rear locking differentials on the new one, standard mm-hmm. rear locking diff, which before oh, cool. it wasn't. Again, it, I, I I can't remember if the V8s all had the standard rear locking diff, but on a, most models, it was an option. But it's cool that the E-diff is now standard on the new Range Rover. Mm-hmm. Also, rear wheel steering, that's really yeah, cool. No, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Rear wheel steering, you know, really... You, you, I mean, you don't really think it's going to do much, but it does. Just steering those rear wheels just a little bit. Really, um, please tell me you cannot hear that, right? No. The AC can't. just turned on and it's really loud. No, I can't hear it at all, man. So all right, good. Can... Good. This new mic that my aunt and uncle got me for Christmas is working. So, so that's the that's like the one thing I got for Christmas. I asked because I was like, for me, Christmas is like, there's nothing I want other than a Swiss army knife. And I want the illuminated tread plates on my defender. Mm-hmm. Well, the illuminated tread plates, I went to buy them. Mm-hmm. They don't have them in my color in the U S uh, yet. Right. I can get black ones. Yeah. But that's not going to match my interior. And the other thing I wanted was a Swiss army knife. My mom said that she got it for me. She lost it. <laughs> she mm-hmm. lost it. And it still, still, still can't find it. No, really? So that's how my Christmas went. <laughs> But you know it's fine. I don't. It, she can't find it. I'll just buy one. I mean, they're they're not expensive. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and they're but, like thirty bucks. I yeah, if, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think the one, yeah, the one I texted her that I wanted was like thirty bucks, and she said she didn't even get me that one. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So you either got me one that was has way more tools than I'll ever need, or you got me like the. $12 one that's literally a knife and a toothpick. Mm-hmm. But whatever, we will. <laughs> uh, all good. All good. Um, but yeah, I think just some more stuff. Um, they're talking uh, Omnicron is now a thing, apparently. But the Cabin Air Purification Pro filter. Yeah, I'd, I'd, has- I'd like to see the, the, uh, the actual size behind that i'm pretty sure yeah 80 of that's marketing like obviously there is some stuff i'm sure it does but yeah. like how it actually affects you is probably complete bs 
Like in yeah. terms of like how like the the air, how much cleaner is your air inside your car? Like it's I, not. Like and how much is it? How much cleaner is it to actually make any difference? Like to you to your right. Like, that's just. And the other thing they're talking about is how it's all new, and they've been doing this for several years now. It's well, yeah, not all I, new. I was disappointed with their their. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, we talked about that in the first episode. Like, yeah, and, and like this stuff is just like cabin air. Mercedes, the new EQS, has this exact same thing in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've just never like I option it because it's an option. Yeah, but. Like I don't care about. Yeah, it. you could get that on the Defender. I didn't get it because you had to get the three zone climate control, um, which I didn't get because I hardly ever have people in the back seat. Yeah, and it was like it was it was like pretty expensive too. I was like, I really don't need this. I, and I got the higher end one. I was like, yeah, it would have came with it, but mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's not really all that necessary when you know. Well, if you're by yourself, of the time it's just or- me in the car. Well, yeah, like then it doesn't make sense. But I tell you, like when we drove down from Canada, having four zone oh, it was, was fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic because everyone's like, you know, it's just like it's great. I didn't think I was going to enjoy that feature as much. Yeah, um, but no, it makes a massive, massive difference. It does um, yeah? For my for dad's Audi has four zone, and mm-hmm. it, and it's and it's lovely. My dad's Audi has that. My mom's Discovery has the three zone in the discovery they screwed you over because like a three zone was standard on like hse and hse luxury mm-hmm. and ours is the luxury and you could get it in the three zone there are only two air vents for the second row passengers and they're in the b pillars and they are fucking like this tall mm-hmm. and like this narrow and that's the only airflow you get mm. so it's, well, it's completely in useless. the discovery or discovery sport discovery full size the one that my mom has but that's so that's like the base ac ac system it is technically the mid-grade ac system okay but yeah like but so it's I on the see. top of the line model well yeah because that's how they, they make money with options right right so in, like, in like at the time that. the only way you could get four zone is if you got like the luxury climate package well yeah of course because it's the luxury climate yeah. package yeah it, it, it was right? it was like, like I think it was like four grand or something. And the one that we got came from another dealer and it, it didn't have it. Mm-hmm. If my mom were to order one, that was, she, she did want that package, but that was the only thing that that caught that in the refrigerator were the two things my mom wanted on the discovery, but that one didn't have. And it was the only, it was basically the only green HSE luxury in the country. So, but but yeah, like, but that three, it's it's useless, and you had to get the four zone. But at least they kind of fix that with the with the facelift. They put, they still have those little air vents in the B pillars, but they put big ones behind the console. That's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, I think what what else do you want to talk about? Because there's, some, I know last time we talked about there was some other stuff about the new Remy. Like I said, there's so much to talk about. Yeah, I like because I'm not looking at the papers. I cannot remember what was on that sheet. Um, Shit, there's I haven't seen anything that like and I guess because they haven't done like the launch event just with everything that's been going on it, it was a long time ago it was in October it, it was but then also it's like usually after car launches starts getting out there but probably because of just the state of everything they haven't been able to push it out as much um to get it like I know LA had the LA auto show yeah. I didn't see I didn't see one interesting clip from that maybe Doug's Doug's was cool. Yeah, Doug got that. Uh, but yeah. like, there was not one like I because think everyone already see... saw it at the reveal. Well, this is like until you drive it. Like, there's Doug mentioned a couple other cool things about it. I was like, oh yeah, like he increased my likability on it yeah. a little bit more. But it's still like, I don't, I definitely don't feel like I'm missing out on anything yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, Until you see one in person, and then you probably realize, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that'll change. But then, like, it's, like, feature-wise and everything like that, I'm like, all right. So, yeah, it's a a slightly newer system, but it's not drastically. It's not, like, a drastic overhaul. Um, Even though they would say it is, which, I mean, technically it is, it just doesn't feel like it or look like it. 
You know what well, I mean? Well, it's because info. What's the call? Heavy Pro has been out on the Defender. Oh, yeah, it's on the Valar. Like so, it's like well, we've seen it already. Yeah. So okay, so I thought you high. were talking about the whole car itself, not the. Not well, the yeah, car. the car itself. Like, and that's where the difference. That's where I think it'll be more exciting when people start driving it. I hope right it because drives. then we get to actually see how it all comes together. Yeah, and works. You know, I I I have faith in them that they're not going to change the driving experience too too much because all Range Rovers are very kind of similar in how they drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the rear wheel steering is going to make this car much more fun to drive. Probably you know, better off road. It's going to handle better. I mean, poor, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a huge advocate. I'm a four wheel steering on anything, but especially Porsches. I mean, if you drive a Porsche 911 without rear wheel steering and one with rear steering, yeah, there's actually a big difference. Yeah, no, that, uh, no, the, the four wheel steering is going to make a massive difference. And especially, especially for such a big vehicle off-road yeah it'll be neat to see it um off-road i wonder um i'd like to know what's the smallest wheels you can get hopefully you can still get 20s on it 21s are the smallest no but that's from the factory like oh, can you yeah fit tw- yeah can you fit 20s without having to um f- change the brakes right i would assume it pr- pr- probably hopefully, as long as long as they haven't increased the brake size if it's using the same ones as the it- Assuming it's using the same brakes as the Defender, um, I should doubt be. it because isn't it a lot heavier? Well, it's not a lot heavier, but um, like, do you have the Brembo brakes? I do not have the Brembos on mine. Okay, they're the, the Brembo. Is that what they're yeah. called? <laughs> Brembo. Brembo. Um, B-R-E-M-B-O. I'm, I, I'm assuming it's using the Brembo brakes, not basic, right? Um, right. Brakes. So who knows? Hopefully, they're the same size. Um, because putting 20s on it is like if that's if I was to get it, I'd want that so I could put some all-terrain tires on it. Right. Because um, I know uh, with Defender, the six-cylinder ones that do come with the Brembos, or they they're not Brembos, but they're 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 Brembos. You know, it doesn't say what do you, Brembo. What do you mean? It, but like so, like the six-cylinder defenders have the bigger brakes, which yeah, Brembo doesn't Land Rover only use Brembo brakes for those? Pretty much, yeah. Even though, but it okay. doesn't say. Yeah, I don't care what they say. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say, say. But if you get the um, V8, then it does say, you know, Brembo and all that stuff. But it, they're, um, and with the Brembos on the six-cylinder, you the smallest wheel you can fit without modification are 19s. Assuming they right. use the same brakes on maybe the six-cylinder Range Rover, you should be able to get 19s. Now, if they do it on the... The, the v8 ones the defender v8 the smallest wheel you can have are 20s so i yeah. assume you could probably get 20s on yeah the full size unless they v8. got a whole new brake system coming out unless they, but, which i i doubt it but you, you, i mean you never know you, you'll have okay. to wait until the car they sure as hell didn't you, explain anything properly on during their presentation no god like like i watched like i still i was what the reveal happened when I was at work and I had it yeah. like playing in the background and I was like watching it, but not fully paying attention. Then I got home and I rewatched it in like detail and I'll never forget the thing that just stood out to me the whole time was freaking, you know, Jerry McGovern, Jerry with a G. He, he was talking about like wheels, like 23 inch wheels. And he just goes in his silly act. He's like, this thing is a chariot, a chariot for ladies and gentlemen and that just made me cringe like yeah what is that you're comparing a fucking range rover to a thing that's pulled by a horse in ancient rome well now keep I'm... in mind who 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 traveled in chariots back in the day yeah Upper class, Caesar and, you upper know, class citizens and Caesars and you know the, the me in a fucking chariot if if you could please but they also raced them like NASCAR yeah that's true <laughs> wow, I have those different chariots but yeah, yeah I, I so God I wonder what would that would be a fun race to watch like a chariot race or like no, a drag I don't race think that would be fun at all <laughs> it'd be a hell of a lot more fun than NASCAR um yes well isn't isn't most things in life more fun than nascar 
I think the joy of a NASCAR race is just going there to get drunk, not actually watching the race. And it's yeah, fun when people crash. Yeah, yeah. I definitely I cannot relate to anything yeah. um, NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, neither really can I. But also chariot again off the chariot race, that'd be it'd be hilarious Inevit- inevitably when one tips over and the guy falls out and he gets run over by a horse. Like, yeah, I've seen like I was it called Chuck Wagon Racing in Calgary. It's something similar to that. And oh yeah, man. You you, you go you go to races to watch people crash. Yeah. Um so yeah, there was that um plug-in hybrid's pretty cool. Um I need to find that because there was some interesting stuff about the plug-in. Here we go. Well, extended range, so you can get thing it's nice is this plug-in hybrid they're not using the four-cylinder anymore which is what the current one has in the the big, big ranger has yeah. a four-cylinder engine in it the big the current plug-in hybrid big range rover has the four-cylinder so like, granted, what do it's a hybrid when they're going up a hill who cares what it is it's it's a it's an almost what six thousand how much does it weigh I don't. I don't know off the top of my head how much the. Well, I'll find out. Yeah, let's. So but the thing is, Range Rover Hybrid, right? The plug-in hybrid, oh. the P400e. Plug-in I can hybrid. probably find that quickly. But the other thing is, Sweet. keep in mind, it's a 300 horsepower turbocharged four-cylinder with a hundred horsepower electric motor. So you know, yeah, 400 horsepower, which is. No, that's yeah okay. On paper, that sounds great. However. In reality, hold on, Valar, how much does my Range Rover weigh? Range Rover. 6,900 pounds as standard. So look. No, no, it's 6,900 pounds for a- Sorry, 60, no. No. Yeah, 6,920. Land Rover, oh yeah, look, Land Rover, no Scottsdale. Um, okay, the Range Rover weight. Oh, that's probably no, why did it say sixty nine hundred? That's probably the governor weight. How much can oh? How much can a Range Rover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gro- Range Rover carry gross vehicle weight is twenty nine. It's sixty nine. Uh, yeah, 6, that's with thousand nine hundred twenty. But the vehicle weight is yeah. It's just under. It's five five pounds shy of five thousand pounds. So so the the full the full size plug-in hybrid is 5500 pounds right and so a four-cylinder with which is too small for that with with, a battery pack with a hybrid system that's too weak for that much weight equals have fun going through mountains 400 horsepower 400 horsepower is it's but it's not real because you're you got a four-cylinder trying to move all that weight. And then you have a hybrid system that's very small, trying to move all that weight as well. But bear in mind, the four-cylinder recharges the battery. So you're always getting usually- But it's, it's like, go drive, try pounding through some mountains and see how long that battery or that, like, I just, yeah, I just- Now this, with anything big, I just want power. The, now the like the P four hundred Range Rover, the current one, the L four hundred five full size, with the f- uh-huh. same four hundred horsepower, but with a six cylinder, uh-huh. that thing weighs, um, um, it doesn't it probably around the five thousand mark. I would say a little bit more because it's a mild hybrid. Um, they're saying it's forty nine seventy four. It's going to be. It's probably like. 5,200, but that's a six cylinder with the same amount of power. Yeah. And you know, there's no replacement for displacement. Yeah. However, I think even that, like, and you know, and there are just some people who don't care about speed yeah. and there are people who don't live in mountainous areas. Right. Um, so I like maybe a six cylinder Range Rover is it's fine for them. And I will say this, however, in my defense, my defender is the four cylinder with no hybrid Right, it's still a big car, zero to sixty in seven seconds, which isn't fast, right. but it's How that's, long that's, that's, that's right. not slow in, by any means. Oh, seven seconds, seven seconds. Yeah, it's seven. I mean, seven so seconds. You're, you're coming from a five liter V, and I came from a five liter V. Right. How long is that engine going to last, though? 
that's the thing. That's the problem. And honestly, it's not going to last. It's not because it's moving too much weight. It's under too much pressure. It's a four cylinder engine trying to move a big truck. Yeah. It doesn't work. There's a reason Honda was using four cylinder engines in their civics. Yeah. Because it worked. Like you got the same, you got a four cylinder engine in your defender, four cylinder engines in a civic. So long term, what's going to put a lot more stress on it? It is. And, right. And, That's know, why V8s have the big lazy V8 because it's just yeah. like they're lazy. They don't like it just yeah. right. And like, I know you don't care because it's like, you know, you're going to have the car for what, four or five years. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna have, like, I, I will. I promise I will never sell that car. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you won't care because like it's just those like a small engine on a big vehicle over time, it just causes additional right. wear because the engine has to work so much harder. It I mean, the Defender weighs like 4,800 pounds, mine, which yeah. is still pretty heavy. It Totally. It, it gets up and goes. I mean, it's not slow. On the highway, you do need to give it a little bit more. If you need to like well, pass someone really quickly, you yeah. do need to give it a little bit more throttle than my old yeah. LR4 with the V8. But in terms of zero to 60, my old 375 horsepower naturally aspirated five liter discovery for zero to 16, six and a half. My mm-hmm. four cylinder, 296 horsepower defender is zero to 16 and seven. I mean, half yeah, second, like, this is a lot in the car world, but in reality, it's, it's fine. And I got the four cylinder because I did not like how the six cylinder delivered power and the V8 was just out of my price range. Yeah, I don't see V8 was out there yet. V8 is bloody expensive, but oh my god, Did, have you seen the new Bond done? The Bond, yeah, if I was gonna buy a Defender, it'd be the Bond edition. You can't because they're all so sold badass. out. Yeah, that thing is just so badass. The thing like, is, I'm, I don't like for 23, they changed it up so you can get you can get the tan interior on the V8 now. Mm-hmm. Before you could only get the V8 with the uh, Alcantara black Alcantara interior. Which is just okay. stupid. Yeah. Full Alcantara and Defenders. Well, stupid. like, but it's always like, always when anything's new, you always have the fewest options. Yeah. And then as time goes on, like, man, there are way better specs for even the sport right now than when I had yeah. the option, right? Like, it's just, just how it is. Yeah. But it's all but good. Regardless, I'm happy with my choice, but let's go back to this new plug in hybrid okay. Range Rover which no longer has that four-cylinder. It has the six-cylinder. Right. And a better plug-in hybrid system, I believe. Yes. Better battery. Um, they've designed it properly. There's, yeah. Well, yeah, because this was designed with electrification in mind. They had to retrofit exactly. that into the old one. Bingo. And that's always a problem. because It was a compliance car, pretty much. Exactly. And that's, what, yeah, 100%. And, well, actually, it's weird. the L405 came, like, a year and a half after the L405 came out, they did a hybrid, mm-hmm. but it was a it was a turbo diesel hybrid, and they it, it was only sold in Europe. And then they did like the new plug-in hybrid that mm-hmm. you know they've been doing for the past several years now with the four-cylinder gasoline engine. But regardless, the new one is the six-cylinder. You can get there's two different versions. There's P440E and P510E. Um, I assume the P440E uses the 360 horsepower version of this six-cylinder engine that is used mm-hmm. in the Discovery. It's used in the uh, current Range Rover. Um, and with the electric motor, it gives you, in, in all, you know, 440 horsepower. And so in the battery is a 38.2 kilowatt-hour lithium-ion battery. The usable capacity is 31.8 kilowatt hours. So you can use almost 100% of this battery mm-hmm. and a 105 kilowatt electric motor integrated into the transmission. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this combination uh, provides a WLTP electric vehicle range. WLTP is not used in North America, it's the European standard. WLTP EV range of up to 100 kilometers or 62 miles with an expected real world driving range of 80 kilometers or 50 miles. Right. Which is, I mean, 62 miles, if if you can get that, which is unlikely, but I'm sure possible is amazing for a plug-in hybrid. Most plug-in hybrids, you can only get like 20 to 30 miles 
on a full charge. Yeah, there's there's no doubt that people who get this system are going to be a lot happier with it than people who have the current one. Um, yeah, it, it, they've they've improved. Um, that could be the biggest improvement. It's just the plug-in hybrid and um, the yeah. hybrid um, systems over the the previous generation. Yeah, and then you have the P five ten e, which is even more powerful. That uses it, it says they do use the four hundred horsepower tune of that six cylinder mm-hmm. uh, with the hundred five kilowatt hour uh, electric motor. So you get 510 horsepower, 700 Newton meters of torque, 700 Newton meters is 516 pound feet. Uh, and that is zero to 60 in 5.3 seconds, which again yeah. is not slow, but it's still going to be slower than the V8, which makes it 13 more horsepower, but it doesn't have all the weight of the batteries and right. the electric motor. Um, which, Probably sounds a lot better, hopefully. Yeah. I don't, we don't know. We haven't, we haven't really heard it. Right? I know, but it's remember that engine is straight from BMW. I know, but you can tweak stuff to manipulate them. But do you think they've done that? Probably not. Oh, 100%. This thing, so like I said, this we, we talked about in the last one a little bit. This is the exact same amount of power and torque as the BMW tune of this engine. The but are they getting same. it the exact same way? Probably. I'm sure they probably I are. I don't know. Let's see. We, we we're not going to find it in there. We're not going to find it in there. That's going to be like stuff the the techs and the engineers are going to know. All right. So so uh, yes, the 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 V eight to zero to sixty in four point four seconds compared to five point three. So it's almost a full second faster than the plug in the more powerful plug in hybrid. Mm-hmm. Now the V eight is um uh, five hundred thirty ps, which is five hundred twenty three horsepower, seven hundred fifty newton meters of torque. Which is 553 pound feet. And that comes in, the torque comes in at 1800 RPM and stays flat all the way up to 4600 RPM. Now, the BMW power plant makes the same amount of power and torque, but I've just wanted to make sure where that torque comes in, if, if, it's, if it has a different. Um, uh, let's see. That comes in. So actually, the nope, that's it makes the exact same amount of power, the exact same amount of torque, and it has the exact same torque curve is the BMW engine in this Range Rover. Oh. Probably going to feel the exact same. Now, granted, it's a different car. I don't car. think it feels the exact same. I don't think so. And like the, the, um, Um, I, yeah, I don't, uh, I, I, I don't like that engine. And like I said, the reliability of that engine is notorious. It's notoriously unreliable. I told you I have a neighbor that had one in the, he was it worse than the current V6 engine that Landor makes. I would argue 100%. Yes. These, these new engines, these new BMW engines aren't too bad when they're new, but once they get like 50 to 70,000 miles, then a lot of stuff happens. But granted, I have a neighbor that had a 750i. He leased it, uh-huh. and it had like 40,000 miles on it, and it needed a new engine. Yeah, Same well, engine. there's a lot of V6 Range Rovers that need new engines with less miles. So, yeah. I tell you, my mom's Discovery has that V6 engine, and it's in the supercharged V6 is not had a single issue. You know what? But like, I've seen most of these. Now, maybe because I'm biased towards Range Rovers, but I've seen, I've heard most of the problems. It's with the Range Rover, with the engine in a Range Rover versus that engine in a Discovery having issues. It makes no sense because it's the same it platform. Zero sense. It's the same platform, so, same exactly. exact engine, same transmission. Know. It could I, be packaging differences, but that wouldn't make any sense. It I don't know. Affect it, but. Um, no, you're talking V. You're talking the supercharged V6. Yeah, the one that not, the crankshaft crankshaft blows up. That's the diesel. The diesel is the one that has the crankshaft issues. I thought both of them had issues. Those two engines are completely different. the 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 diesel is a really old engine that was manufactured by Ford and like PSA mm-hmm. years ago. And Land Rover bought the rights to it when Ford mm-hmm. sold 
Land Rover, yeah. but Ford still manufactured that engine for them under contract. I thought both V6 engines were kind of a troublesome. The but yes, the diesels. Yeah, I've seen crankshafts fail at oh, well so over hundred thousand miles. I've seen crankshafts on those diesels fail at ten thousand miles. Mm-hmm. But the supercharged V6 is this. It's the five liter V8. They just drill six cylinders into it instead of eight cylinders. Mm. It's the exact same engine, um, which they don't make well. that engine anymore. Um, the V6, they still do the V8, but yeah. they're saying here uh, dynamic launching gate. So I guess it has launch control mode. Um, no, V8. no, let's no, because they would call it that. that 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 doesn't make sense to have something like that on a Range Rover. Yeah, it says the new oh, engine produces 750 newton meters of torque and powers the new Range Rover from zero to 60 in 4.4 seconds with dynamic launch engaged and a top speed of 155. Dynamic launch engaged sounds like some marketing BS. Yeah, which, pr- dynamic, which probably marketing okay, BS for brake torquing a car. Like it's just launch control would be called launch control. Why change? Yeah. Why? 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 Yeah. So, I doubt it. As yeah. like I could see that on the sport. Why the hell are you gonna put that on a full size Range Rover? I will say they're saying the new V has been calibrated to suit the requirements of the world's most luxurious and capable SUV that features a specific, especially designed sump to ensure the new Range Rover can cope with forty five degrees of articulation. In there you go. So the engine so, has so they, they, yeah, they put a new sump on it. It this this the V six and the V eight. Yeah, yeah. In Jaguars, they have the exact same five liter and three liter. They have different sumps than all the Land Rovers. Right, right. Like, yeah. You have to change that. Yeah, like things will be changed for sure. So I just don't know enough about engines. So yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll leave. We'll put a pin in that and come back to it later. (laughs) But I don't know. I'm happy that the V8 is still there. I'm very happy they're still doing it. I still wish it was the five liter. Yeah, so do I. Um, I don't think that V8 BMW engine has it has nowhere near the amount of character that the. We'll see what we'll see what they've done with it. We'll we'll just we'll just have to wait and see. We'll we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what else is there? Uh, interior. Oh, like I said, we, infotainment's cool. It's still you know Pivi Pro, which has been around for a couple years now, but it's it's a really really good system. Um, yeah. Uh. It has that. Oh, where was the? Um, yes, there's three three Meridian audio systems. The base 400 watt Meridian sound system, which mm-hmm. now has a center channel, so it is surround sound even on the base Meridian, which they've never done before. Yeah, the Meridian sound system never had surround until this. Then there's a Meridian 3D sound system, which. Mm-hmm. Gives you a better surround, and then obviously the height speakers and a like a, an eight hundred watt amplifier instead mm-hmm. of the four hundred watt. And then there's the Meridian Signature, sixteen hundred watts, and it's like thirty something speakers um, with the active noise cancellation. Yes, and the noise so cancellation for that. in the, which is pretty much only from what I can tell, the noise cancellation is basically just part of the. Um, meridian signature system it has speakers in the headrests like it's like it's like noise canceling headphones which is actually really really cool more stuff the 3d surround camera that's been around since the defender Mm -hmm. that's nothing new um oh the tailgate event suite which is actually pretty cool it's just the the seating yeah but they also said that with on Meridian's website, if you get the tailgate event suite, you actually get more speakers in the car. Well, yeah, you just get the two speakers on the tailgate. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's cool. Like it's a party trick. It is a party trick. It's yeah. like if you're some rich person that's gonna go watch horse racing or no, if you want to have whatever. some fucking beers with your buddies, and, and then there's that them, too. You're gonna fucking open that up. That's what I'm going to use it for. That's like, that was where right? I was going Bro, with that. R- remember, Range Rover was a hundred thousand dollar vehicle. There's yeah. people ain't buying it. Yeah, right. I know. Right, you're but a twenty the, year old driving a Defender. Yeah. Right. Rich people don't like a lot of money for that. But. Right, but I'm just saying, like, it's not that rich poshness that people are thinking anymore. Right. No. Like, 
you know people like the kardashians they're they're rich but they ain't fancy well nah, man. but they're also crap they they no they buy them for their their, their beater vehicles yeah right like yeah. let's not let's not pretend the range rovers like in the same class as the bentley Bontega or rolls royce colligan right or some people or, are kind of comparing the some people SV are idiots too or what people are comparing the sv to to that to the, the who the land rover marketing department no who who's comparing the the, the range rover sv to a bentley Bottega? a lot of people because who Show if you think them. about it they're, they're morons like, they're no, basically they, they, in the same just, price there's no, category there's it's just it's it's no, it's not nope. as nice, but they cost. It's not similar like money. does it a fully yeah, loaded Range Rover compared to a fully loaded Bentley Bentayga? That's a different story. A fully no, loaded Range Rover. You said same money. Well, give me a fully loaded Range Rover and a fully loaded Bentley Bentayga. Is it the same money? No, no one's a you, house. you didn't let me finish. I said the fully loaded Range Rover costs basically the same money as a light to mid spec Bentley Bentayga. Okay, so what does that tell you right now about? Range Rover and Bentley. They're not designed for the same it's, people. Bingo. Just like well, a fully loaded Jeep Grand Cherokee is a cheap Range Rover. Yeah, but also I, I mean, will say that if you own a Bentley Bentayga, you almost certainly have a Range Rover. No, not necessarily. You're yeah. probably just driving a Bentley. You probably have a Range Rover. Like it's, I'm like that going it. back to the Kardashians. You probably have a Range Rover as your everyday car. But you can't compare celebrities because like they just spend it on like because they're, they're, they're I mean the Kardashians are famous for literally nothing. No, All no, but like we're talking income wise, right? When yeah. you get to like when you're doing a few million dollars a month, mm-hmm. um, you look at spending a little differently, right? Like a Range yeah. Rover is a really easy impulse decision. Yeah, right. You buy it for a kid, whatever. Yeah, right. Um. But a fully loaded but Bentley Bottega is like double the cost. Yeah. Like a loaded right? Bentley like, Bottega is what? like $350,000. Yeah. You can buy right. two really right. nice so let's not spec like, Range yeah. Rovers for that. So that's what I'm just saying. Range, I, and you know, I'm a fanboy. Yeah, me too. Range Rover ain't a Bentley. No, it's not. They can try all they want, but it ain't it. No. Right? So speaking of that um, event suite whatever the hell it's called. So for people that are going to be watching this on YouTube, uh, th- this is it. Here we have this very posh looking lady sitting. Frezza. Um, yes. She looks Italian and she's got like what Gucci sunglasses on. Like why did Yeah. Oh, like, fuck. I need to get on. Uh, yeah. I'll do a video as soon as I can get one of those. I'll show you what the events feeds really for. Right. Yeah, as soon as Beers, I can get, get, get me one of these, this will be the new marketing. Like, yeah. I, I know, and like you could tell who they're going after, but like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, oh my god, if, if if the marketing people saw like someone taking this to a football game tailgating, they'd probably get sick in their mouth. Well, <laughs> no, but I think they also understand the luxury market has changed a lot over the oh, years, yeah. right? It's no longer this Fresa buying it. It's you know young folks mm-hmm. who who just make good money purchasing in in in, uh, in, in, in Chinese people, right? Yes, 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 definitely. Um, so a it's lot just, of young Chinese people. Yeah, correct. I'm not being racist. That's just that's just no, no, no. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to like think. Okay, which direction do I go on that? No, that's not. Facts aren't racist. Yeah. I mean, China right. sells more cars than basically everywhere else, and you know, um, it's yeah, no. So younger like, people in China market have money. is just different now, yeah. right? Like it's it's just it it's just different. Like Ferrari has this issue, and yeah. they they still have the stick of their ass. They do, um, you know, because they don't like young people driving their cars or like these right or YouTubers driving them because oh, and then you have to buy. We're doing any of that because it makes it ruins the brand and they yeah. have that absolute bullshit. And, then, and it's like, oh, you want to buy a brand new Ferrari? Yeah, you can afford it. You, well, you can't buy it. You need to buy a yeah. used Ferrari first, and then you right. can buy a new Ferrari. It's funny. I, this Saturday, I have um, a friend of mine coming on. Uh, she works for Ferrari. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna question her on some stuff to see if it's really true or not she probably she, i know she will not budge at all but 
yeah. it's worth a try right but no they but it's but no like it's kind of speaking of like like in china like cars are so expensive in china hmm. like there's so miami university here in ohio in oxford ohio which is like mm-hmm. an hour north of me it's a party school mm-hmm. but there's a lot there's a huge huge chinese um population up there all these kids go to school there they come from china their parents give them money to go like buy a car they think you know they'll give them like 200 250 300 dollars for a car and they think oh they, they'll just go out and buy like a toyota camry with that because that's like how much a camry cost in china right yeah i know it's it, and then it, they all like, show up and they're driving around in lamborghinis in, in, a, in a fucking college no, I'm, I'm from vancouver like I, I i know how the chinese yeah Chinese do their 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 spending, yeah, um, on vehicles and stuff. I'm very familiar with with with, with that. So. I wasn't sure, but it's it's kind of funny seeing people my age partying, like mm-hmm. barely speaking any English, partying just because they have a Lamborghini that their parents thought, and their parents think they went out and bought like a Toyota Camry. Yeah, but so, it's yeah, different. It's a different. Cool. It's a different world. It's a different world. Um, different. You know, different culture. All that. Um, what else? Uh. Interior, I think the interior of this, I, I still have this pulled up. Really, really, really nice looking interior. Um, I'm not a big fan of the two-spoke steering wheel. Okay. Even though it's kind of it's kind of a force, I'd say it's a split two-spoke steering wheel. Um, I prefer, you know, a sportier steering wheel, but remember this isn't, but it's not really not- a sports car. I'm sure the Range Rover Sport, when it comes out, will have a much better steering wheel than this. Yeah, um, that's a big um, digital gauge cluster. Mm-hmm. It's a 13.7 inch gauge cluster, which the industry standard is 12.3 inches for a big one. Some oh, really? like Volkswagen, they have like smaller ones on like the cheaper cars, and then you know Audi and Mercedes, BMW, Jaguar, Land Rover. Until now. Um, you know, fucking GM Chrysler. It was always like you had to have a 12.3 inch gauge cluster. That's okay. what they all are. I don't know if there was a law around that or if it was just the industry standard, but they made it bigger. Mm-hmm. And this has a 13.1 inch curved uh, Pivi Pro touchscreen, which is actually bigger than the ones, than the current curved ones that are in, you know, the Jaguars and yep. the Land Rover Discovery. So it's not the exact same screen. It is, it is bigger. Uh, it has Amazon Alexa in it. Okay. I could care less about that, really. I don't care about Amazon I, Alexa. I think car companies should stop doing that. Just open it up and let people use whatever they want to use. Like Amazon Alexa. I'm never once going to use that. I just don't use it. Right? I'm kind of worried that I don't know how this will turn out, but I'm kind of worried maybe in like 10 years with like the rise of Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, if automakers are just going to stop developing infotainment oh 100 they need to they need to tie it over and hand it over to google and yeah, people i don't want google doing- in my car stealing all my information oh man you give that up i'm um, difficult no, they, i know automakers are like the worst people to design this shit they need to hand it over to the pros who who understand tech yeah and then our cars will finally be up to speed like our phones yeah right so- i will say though Tesla was pretty good at that. Um, yeah, they just because Tesla's a, a tech company. Tesla's a right? tech company, not a car company. Exactly. And they I just, hate the people that yeah. buy Teslas. They're not they're, all they're, of them are idiots. No, but a no. lot. Of, I'm talking about the ones that join the Tesla clubs. Well, I know, I know. They're just they Tesla are just they've uh, what's tech people Musk understands think, how to build a cult following, yeah. and it was just phenomenal. It's just like Apple. Yeah. Right. It, like, but. That's how you sell the most products. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's and okay. I think with that, like the Tesla people that are super, they think they are car enthusiasts, but they're not. Yeah, that's they, okay. They think they become okay. car enthusiasts because they bought a Tesla. And it's like Apple people think they're they're tech tech techy people, but they're yeah. No, most of them just like Apple, and yeah. they don't know anything else about tech. No, like that's totally okay. Like, and, yeah, but I will say that all these automakers like for example like pibby pro was not actually really developed by lander i mean land rover had you know the design and all of it but it's blackberry qnx software oh that's what it wow is. blackberry that's the company you want designing fucking tech 
Yes, it is because they parts. are all about. No, 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 no! Don't even no, no! Really, BlackBerry, BlackBerry. How uh, how are they? Are they? What's their stock trading at? A dollar, negative a dollar. Like, bro, man, BlackBerry. They have gotten so. Actually, it's funny. I saw this earlier today. Today it's January fourth, Tuesday, yeah. January fourth, twenty twenty two. Today's yeah. the last day. Black the old school BlackBerry phones will work. Starting Blackberry. tomorrow, if you have an old BlackBerry phone, it will not work at all. Like your stock, it, yeah. I still oh, have, I still have a BlackBerry. That was my very first phone. Was a BlackBerry. Jesus. And I thought I was hot shit yeah. at school because I had a BlackBerry, and I got it when everyone was starting to transition from BlackBerry to iPhone. Yeah, no, BlackBerry <laughs> is just like that company. Like I, but just, they make software. They don't do phones anymore. They, they're a. I know. Company. I just. I just. Like, have they even learned their lesson? Who knows? I'm not a tech person, but it's like a lot of tech people will tell you BlackBerry software is very good. I'm not going to argue with you because you're you're entitled to your own opinion. I, um, like, yeah, I just like, yeah, no, they've just like, it's like companies have kind make, of fallen off the radar, right? Like companies that make such a colossal mistake as what they did. It's just, it's really. They have to make a, a like a massive shift, and like yeah, maybe they are doing better, but like yeah, that's like net, that's like Blockbuster saying you know hey we're gonna pedal with like or Kodak right like look what Kodak did. What Where's did Kodak? they do? I mean yeah, I mean, they did. I know they did the disposable cameras. No, but like they didn't they didn't change because they thought the market was going somewhere else, and, right? Yeah. But they're still around, but they do something, but nobody knows what they do. Well, people know, but right in BlackBerry, I'm like, you know, they when the iPhone came out, they thought the screen was stupid and they didn't get in ultimately. Well, I know, and that's yeah. Now, what's BlackBerry doing, right? But like, I just don't know, man. Like, honestly, that that's a massive gamble. I didn't know that. Like, and it might be no issues, but like, wow, it's not like Land Rover is known for their amazing technology. (laughs) Right, like they're they're amazing infotainment technology. They've never been. Um, Pivi Pro is the best they've ever done. Is it perfect? Well, obviously, no. they can't keep going. They can't go backwards. But now, at least, it's but, extremely competitive. It's or it's extremely competitive. It, it is right, and they, they they definitely have learned. It's just like I don't know. It's a little be, too late, almost. They did well, no, it a little no, too it's late. Not because remember when iDrive first came out. That I, you know, when iDrive first came I, out, I was like six months old. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. But but Bro, but iDrive I know to, exactly. BMW used about. to be the laughing stock of infotainment. Yeah, because they drive everything like in what, the screen. It was everything that you never want to do with your infotainment system. Yes. Was iDrive? But yeah. look at BMW now. They figured it's, it out. They did, and it's one of the best. You know, they, what's funny? They figured it out, and they barely changed the basic controls. Right, like I guess. And it could have been like it came out just too early, like we weren't yeah. ready for it. But um, so who knows? And that's why it's like I won't give up faith or you know on um, I'm not, like they have like year after year their warranty claims are dropping yeah. like a rock. That show that's like you know that shows that things they're, they're, are improving. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah they man, they took a risk. Like and obviously. I will say- Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was oh, like, yeah, they took a risk. BlackBerry, you know, I was giving them a hard time, but it's like that company really, they, they, they were leaders. And then they said, no, that's never going to work. Ignored it and went bankrupt. Like companies that make mistakes like that. And I'm sure there's a new CEO and lots of changeover, yeah. but like, those are like, those are really things that like, those are scars that go deep. Right. So. Yeah, they're a software. I, I'm curious, like, yes, BlackBerry phones, you know, stop working today. Like, I had one BlackBerry phone. It's the worst phone I've ever had. But God, I, I this is like the one I had. Basically, it was this exact one. It had like little touchpad instead of the ball. Yeah, don't they all look like that? That was the, yeah. I, that was the similar one I had, I think. But, but anyways, but no, the BlackBerry. Yeah, they do software now, and I will say, um, with Lander kind of going you know it's, it's obviously related um mm-hmm. 
sound systems and infotainment, you know, just you know, go together. Totally. I will say Land Rover is always doing a really good job with their sound systems. Um, they Are used they to do always, they used to yeah. do Harman Kardon. They were actually oh, they? really okay. good. My old Disco Four had the bass Harman Kardon sound system. Harman Kardon is used by who now? Is that being? Oh, God, BMWs use Harman Kardon for years. BMW Harman Kardons, it's a bit strange. I think they sound pretty decent, not excellent, yeah. but very decent. But in objective, like audio system testing, they score very poorly. Yeah. Um, but they, I think they sound pretty good. So BMW uses Harman Kardon; they're the big ones. Yeah. Mercedes used to, Land Rover used to. But in terms of companies that do it today, BMW, Alfa Romeo jeep has it in some chrysler uses harman Kardon. dodge um so is mac hyundai, high-end ones hyundai uses harman Kardon. volkswagen is using harman Kardon. a lot of um, companies oh yeah I, uh, harman Kardon's used by a shit ton of companies um nice. again we have the world at our fingertips um and actually, Harman Kardon was owned by this company called Harman International that got bought out by Samsung a couple of years ago. So Harman is now part of Samsung. So automotive, this is at least here in the U.S. So Harman Kardon is used in Volkswagen, Volvo, BMW, Subaru, Ram, Mini, Hyundai, Kia, Maserati, Dodge, Chrysler, and Alfa Romeo. Hmm. I forgot about, I can't believe I forgot about like mini, like that's BMW, but, and I'm sure they're used in other cars, not sold here in the U S so they are a lot, a lot of companies use Harman Kardon, Mm -hmm. but going back to the land, the old Land Rover Harman Kardon systems were actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, um, they went to Meridian. Yeah, I like Meridian's great. Who's using what now? It's uh, I want to try Jeep's sound system. That's something I'm looking forward to. Oh, the Macintosh, Macintosh? dude. Yeah. So I was in a Grand Wagoneer. We're, I think we were talking prototype. about that before, dude. It was really. I didn't get a full proper test of it, but I was extremely impressed. Um, basically, yeah. same level is is the 825 watt Meridian surround sound not still not as good as the meridian signature in my opinion or the current meridian signature supposed to be really really good they are yeah but oh so you didn't try like their top end wedding i did but but i was in a grand wagoneer with like all the windows down there are people crawling in and out of the car because it was a car show oh you didn't have like a private yeah no right where you plug your phone in and i did plug my phone in. they let me plug my phone in and the car was on but like people were i i I wasn't going to be rude and say hey everyone get out of the car for like five minutes and let me listen to it i won't i mean you just guys just give me 30 seconds i need to test this yeah but but it was was really it was really cool it has all like the old mac how big is the grand wagon air fucking huge yeah, it it's, so- it's in between like there's no like small and big one it's kind of in between the size of a tahoe and suburban but it's no, really it, it, you know i sat in that thing and i was honestly that thing the interior quality of materials is within 10 percent of a range rover it is almost as nice as a range rover and i, I genuinely like to drive truckish because it's a yeah, body on yeah yeah but like yeah and like- it gets like 13 miles per gallon <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine it's probably not the best, but the uh, nah, it, it'd be interesting to see how that thing drives in and not drives, but what it does for the driver. Yeah, and those are some of the things that I really um, look they're, for. They're out. I actually saw one yesterday. I'm going to have to go to my local Chrysler dealer and test drive one because they'll let me test. You know, the thing is with me and my age, people don't take you seriously, but when you show mm-hmm. up in like a higher end car, they do. Yeah, they'll just give you whatever you want. Yeah, and you, I hate to waste people's times. And luckily, I have a lot of friends that work at car dealers. Okay. And usually, I'll go Probably. to them. But like, you ain't, again, you ain't wasting the time. Just be like, hey, let me, let, me, let me take this car. I want to go show my wife. Okay, yeah. bring it back tomorrow. Boom, you have a full day with the car. That's what I yeah. do. And the thing is, like, like, if I go to a car, I don't fucking care if I'm wasting someone's time at a Chrysler dealer. Because guess what? As soon as I leave, 30 seconds later, Joe Schmo is going to come in and they're going to buy 
I hate dealing with those dealerships so much. My brother just bought a new tram because, well, we lost his other one on the mountain. Um, And uh, yeah, it's just his buying experience was so much better this time around. But those, yeah, I don't, um, those dealerships, I just can't stand it. Suck, yeah. So we'll kind of wrap this up in a bit. Let's just talk a couple more things about Range Rover. Um, You know, like there's just so much. Um, Oh, electric Range Rover. Let's talk about that briefly, really quick. Yeah, sounds good. About that because that's coming out. So I guess next thing, um, they're doing an electric, fully, full EV Range Rover. Uh, It's going to be on sale in 2024. Yeah. I've faith in them because Jaguar Land Rover kind of hit a home run with the I Pace when it came out a few years ago. Yeah. It came out, it was fantastic. Now, it's still good, but it, it's kind of old. I mean, EV technology has gotten so much better in three, four years since that car came out. But this mm-hmm. car, this platform, this new MLA Flex platform is designed to for, you know, full ICE, plug-in hybrid, and full EV. So what would you buy an electric Range Rover? No. Neither would Who I. would buy an electric Range Rover? God. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, okay. No. Someone will. Electric electric vehicles aren't there yet, and they won't be there they're by not. 2024. They're not. No, they won't. Not for not for big ass SUV. That's like it's cool. Yeah. Um, Jeep's doing some great things on their four by E. I'll tell you right? what. Speaking but, of that, my neighbor mm-hmm. got a Sport SVR last year. Yeah. Or actually, it was. It's probably pushing two years now. Mm-hmm. Ordered it, took forever to get, and didn't really like it that much. Yeah. So he went. So he, he said it, it, the ride was a little too rough. It was a little too. Why race did car. he not test drive one? Like I don't understand. He, he how didn't. People no, can he, make he, this he was he, he he was gonna get an autobiography. And so and then what? And he tested over an SVR. He no. He like, test drove an auto. He actually he was going to test drive an SVR, but it turned out that one was already sold and the owner was the person that bought it was going to pick it up at any moment. So they could, okay. So whatever. And then so he drove an autobiography. That's what he wanted to get was an autobiography. And he said, well, if I'm spending this much money, I might as well go for the SVR. So he's not a car person. He didn't know. He's not, he's not a car person. Okay, cool. That's all that in that. Yeah. He's that just sums it up. Okay. He he likes, he likes nice cars, but he's not a car person. You can like, he doesn't know what the car is. He bought something. He didn't know what it was. So and he um and he I mean, he went all out he got like everything um Meridian signature like carbon fiber hood it was Santorini black black interior it's a very nice car he still has it his wife drives it around um so he was like it rides too rough so he what does he go out he buys a Wrangler four by e oh yeah that's like, right a lot softer <laughs> right but so, he loves it because he he's cool. he, I talked to him power to him. No, for him, it works. You know, I talked to him uh, at New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we went to his house at New Year's. And he said that um, he's had that car since like May. He's only filled it up twice with gas because he drives that thing to work. His commute is like yes, so four he miles. Really drive. Right. And he's like, like, okay, yeah. And there's people who drive like 4,000 kilometers a year. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really count as like, you know, it's like, okay. No, but for him, (laughs) you know, it it makes sense. But, but like I said, but like, as you were saying, like, you were saying you like what Jeep is doing four by E. I think the Wrangler four by E is a really good car. And in fact, an electric Ranger, I just don't think the technology is going to be there for it to be as good as it should be. Uh, That's why I won't buy it. Um, not only that, you talk about like charging systems, so, and I know they're yeah. better in the states, but they're nowhere near where I would want them to be to have yeah. an electric vehicle. Even here, where they're, um, you know, just popping up everywhere, it's still going to take a very, very, very long time for these things to really make sense. Uh, they should just be putting them at every gas station. Yeah, right. But but big oil, stations. big oil doesn't want that, right? And, rightful, um, and rightfully so. No, but, of course. So it's no, I think we're a long way from from that. But and uh, if you want an electrified Range Rover, get that extended range plug-in hybrid. You can go theoretically. Or just go buy a Rivian RS1 or RST. 
Yeah. Oh, I saw better. one of those the other last this past weekend on the road. Like that would be so much better than an electric Range Rover. Yes. Ten times better. And a lot of people buy an actual electric vehicle. Buying don't like buy a ma- don't buy a company one. Yeah, Range Rover. Yeah. I would I would definitely do that. Like those look really cool. It yeah, is, no, they look so sick. I saw I, I can't believe I saw one in person. I was on the highway and there's this car coming. It's like, wait, what the hell is that? I was like, oh fuck, it's a, that's the new Rivian R1T. And I was on the highway doing like well over the speed limit. I was doing like 90 miles an hour. And I was I was just like, and then just staring in my mirror, like, <laughs> like holy fuck. It's like I haven't seen one yet. And they're like not yeah, no, they're in they're production. Neat. And they're really cool. In production and delayed. Yeah. But that was expected. They're actually, it's funny. They're made in the old, um, the old uh, plant in Illinois that was, um, oh shit, it was Mitsubishi Chrysler. Uh, fuck, I have to look it up. I'm, I can't believe yeah. I'm. Uh, Was it DSM? Yeah, it was DSM. I, I thought that's what it was. I just want D, the Diamond Star Motors. It was the oh, joint right. venture ship between Chrysler and Mitsubishi. Like you had like the 3000 GT and you had the Eagle Town. Yeah, long time ago. And they had this big plant in Illinois and that's where they're now making Rivians. It's kind of like how Tesla bought the uh, old GM Toyota factory in, in uh um, Fremont, California, in the Bay Area, where they used to build the Toyota Matrix, and the Pontiac Vibe. <laughs> That's where, they, like, God, who would have ever? And they used to make pickup trucks in that in the old Tesla factory. They used to make pickup trucks. Can you imagine like pickup trucks being built in San Francisco Bay Area, where they're frowned upon? Back in the day, huh? Jeez. Yeah, God. Cool. But anyway, Fair so enough. yeah, I'll tell you. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? On you know social media, driven hard on YouTube, driven hard on YouTube, and driven hard official on Instagram. Just look at the hat if you're watching this. If you're watching this, look, look right? So yeah, well, Mecca, thank you so much for coming on. We will have to come. I'm I'm gonna invite you back on again later down the road to talk about stuff other than the Range Rover because you have a yeah, lot of stuff. Lots in the automotive space. Yeah. Automotive um, space. I, you know, you need to, to tell some about stories about your. Range Rover, you know, the adventures you've done on that. I'm actually going to, I'm going to film some, some videos about talking about lots of people have been messaging me about Mexico and driving in Mexico and like, how do you bring your car into Mexico? And so I'm actually going to film some videos about stuff like that. Like, like, okay, it's safe and how to do it. And like all the, bro, because the, I have dash cam and I got like dash cam footage that like i can't wait to share with you guys because yeah. like you have no idea what it's like driving here sometimes like is just it crazy is it like driving in rome essentially yes it is oh, just with wider streets all right that's uh, nice. it's just nuts like it's just like markings on the road don't apply most of them are worn off and don't get repainted um yeah i was in just, rome in crazy i was in a car accident or i was in a i was in a taxi in rome i was in like a lancia ypsilon yeah. or some piece of little crap italian car and someone hit us. Someone on a motorcycle hit us. You will not find a single car in Rome that does not have some scratch on it. I saw a yeah, brand new 911 enough. that was scratched up. But that's crazy. Right, yeah. Well, Mac, again, right, thank well, you so much for coming back. on. And we I appreciate will, it. Absolutely. And we will have you on again. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you Happy too, man. Happy New Year. All right. Cheers, bud. We'll talk to you later.